It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Monday Morning Assist is brought to you by Coach Unplugged and the great people over at teachhoops.com for basketball coaches who want to get better. Here is our host, Eric Shirk. This is Eric Shirk bringing you the Monday Morning Assist. And on this episode, Over Motivation. Brought to you by the great people at teachhoops.com for basketball coaches who want to get better. Winning resources, videos, one-on-one mentoring, private forums, and so much more. Check out teachhoops.com today. Now, for this episode, over-motivation. The question is, is there ever a point where you can motivate your players too much? You can cross the line, you can go too far where it is no longer a positive, becomes a negative? Well, in my opinion, the answer is yes. Undoubtedly yes. Uh, There's many different forms of motivation, uh, many different uh, ways that players can receive and react to, to motivation from their coaches. But where I think the problem lies and over-motivation when it becomes too much is when the motivation itself and the form of that motivation, whether it's a, a thought or a concept or a, uh, a mantra, when the motivation itself bypasses the actual importance of the game that you're playing and working so hard to be your best at, um, which of course includes the fundamentals and uh, everything beyond that, when the motivation becomes more important than the game itself, you're asking for trouble. And when I was writing my notes for this, somebody just came to mind right off the bat. Matter of fact, I, I would say that this this coach pretty much inspired this whole concept for me to uh, to embark on. And that is Marty Schottenheimer. Uh, 
one of the, you know, top, I don't know, 25, 30 coaches of all time, I'm sure most people would say. Definitely, definitely top 50. Um, but yet, never won the big game. No rings, and, you know, that doesn't de- define anyone as far as I'm concerned. There's some of the greatest players and coaches of all time don't have any rings. But I think with him, there's a concrete reason, reason why his teams never finished what they started. And I really think that is over-motivation. Uh, there's a lot of people that Marty Schottenheimer would rub the wrong way uh, by the way, uh, for those of you that may not be familiar with Marty Schottenheimer, uh, tremendous football coach, really rose to notoriety coaching the Browns and uh, had a lot of stops along the way. I always think of him in Kansas City. That's when I was growing up. But uh, he coached in several other places and uh, had some uh, – some good moments and uh, some not so good moments. So I think with him the problem was that he would motivate too much, too often, and for too long. And what happens when you do that, at least in my opinion, is it's like a building in front of you that you can see whether it's in a skyline or by itself and on the outside it just looks like such a intimidating structure it's so powerful so uh, I guess the the best way to say would be uh, uh, awe-inspiring that you see it from the outside and you say man this is a a strong tower this is a uh, a building of strength but yet you walk in the door and that's all it is. It's four walls and a roof. There's nothing inside. There's no floors. There's no uh, there's no skeletal structure. You know, it's just a facade. And I really think with Marty Schottenheimer and a lot of coaches, and, and myself included, I I've done this before, and I I thought that's how coaching had to be when I started. It took me a long time to realize that. Uh, you know, that that rah-rah stuff, you know, it falls on deaf ears uh, fairly soon when there's no substance to go with it. And what happens is when you motivate for too much, too often, and for too long, eventually that building implodes. It just it just crumbles from within because there's no there's no backbone, there's no foundation. And uh When you're in the moment, it feels right. And I'm speaking from experience, especially when it's working. It's intoxicating and you feel, man, the players are really responding, are really buying in. They believe what I believe and what I'm saying. Um, they, they are going to take whatever the concept is that you're you're preaching at that time and you just you just know in your heart they're going to run through walls it, it's just a a great feeling but the problem is 
if there's not a lot to follow that concept or that motivation and the big word is gimmick and we're going to get into that in a second that's a dirty word uh, it's not a lot of structure and foundation to inhabit that concept uh, just the uh, like the example of the building with nothing on the inside uh, eventually it gets uh, it gets pretty dangerous and it's only a matter of time before everything caves in so what do you want to look for uh, in your own team your own coaching your own philosophy what do you want to try to look for to self-diagnose what you can work on and either get better at or possibly pull back on or or maybe go in the opposite direction you know uh, there's a lot of monotone coaches out there as well uh, I think the the first big concept is highs and lows uh, big highs are usually accompanied by big lows as well and that's that's just the, the concept of fragility uh, when you're when you're dealing with something fragile, uh, no matter how careful you think you are about uh, making sure that everything lines up correctly to to keep everything intact, if something's fragile, it's going to break at some point. If someone is fragile, they're going to break at some point. And that's why you want to avoid temptation of big highs hey you know great game we just won this whatever conference title division title uh, that's a huge huge accomplishment but is that party like a rock star time like we did it like you know cue up the the we are the champions and let's just let's just go crazy the bigger that high gets, the harder it's going to be to duplicate when you get to the next bigger game. And I always feel that <laughs> unless you're in the championship game, you want to enjoy every victory. But unless you're in the championship game and you've won the championship game, you're asking for trouble if you party. Uh, and I say party, you know what I mean, just celebrating, being excited. Uh you know, getting to a level of such exuberation that you almost feel like we're done. Exhale time, you know, waiting to exhale. Oh, we made it. We're here. Now we can exhale. We did it. You want to be so careful of those big highs unless it is the actual championship game and you've won and your job is done for that season. Then that's a different story. <laughs> no one's going to tell me what to do if I just won the championship. If I want to go crazy, I'm going to go crazy. So that's one is fragility. Be very careful with big highs because they're normally accompanied by big lows. Try to, try to get, get as, as, uh, as lower on the totem pole as you can with the highs. And then that will usually, not always, but usually translate to the lows coming up a level or two as well um, and get you closer to that middle ground. Uh, the second part I call all in, all out. Which players 
are all in and which players are all out. And that happens when you're a motivational coach, and especially when you get into the rah-rah speeches and the, uh, or get into this word here, into gimmicks. Uh, there comes a point where some players, especially when you're dealing with older players, even in, uh, even in high school, you know, a freshman might say, man, that's the greatest concept ever, coach. You're, you're going you're gonna to go ahead and, you know, get us all T-shirts that say, like, uh, you know, strongest of the strong. And uh, a freshman might say, man, I feel stronger than I did before I had the T-shirt. Coach is awesome. But a junior or a senior might look at that and say, really? Strongest of the strong? Like, you know, I'm not wearing this T-shirt out in public. I'm not trying to wake up sleeping dogs. You know, what's going to happen when I get to the guy that, that really is the strongest of the strong? He sees my little T-shirt here. I don't care how tough I am or how tough I think I am. The last thing I want to do is remind him how strong he is or she is. And so there's always going to be players that buy in and, and players that don't. And once again, that middle ground concept, if, if you can find a target somewhere in the middle where whatever it, – it, I'm not saying you don't want to motivate and you don't want to have concept and uh, conceptual um, details and mantras and that sort of thing, but it's all in moderation. And that's why I think whatever your, your theme or your concept is for this particular season, uh, you want to try to have something that speaks to the whole team, that every player can get something out of. The young players, the old players, uh, transfers, whatever. Anybody who's been with the program a small amount of time or uh, been with them a, a, a long time, whatever it is, you want your message to be somewhere in that middle ground. Shoot for a target in the middle. Everybody can, can rally around. Now, here's the thing about gimmicks, and we're going to close this up here in, in just a second. I feel that there's two kinds of gimmicks. There, there is a certain, uh, excuse me, a certain type of gimmick that can work, but in working, it almost, it almost becomes something different than a gimmick. It almost becomes more of a, uh, of a structured uh, mindset, you know, a, a structured blueprint. But just for the sake of the term gimmick, I will say that there are gimmicks that, that can work and have worked in the past. Uh, and I feel that there's two two types of gimmicks. The one that that is just doomed for failure 99.9% .9 of the time is where the gimmick is the cake. Okay? When the gimmick is the cake, it's the whole cake, and there's there's nothing bigger than that gimmick, you're in trouble. At some point, you're going to run out of cake, and everybody, everybody's going to be starving. For be like, well, what what do we do now, Coach? Like, I, you know, if it's all about the gimmick, well, what do you tell them? So that's the bad, the bad gimmick. Now, I don't really want to say the term good gimmick, but a, the gimmick that can work, the one that becomes less of a gimmick and more, like I said, like a, a structured uh, blueprint, and that is if the gimmick is the icing. Now we said the bad the bad version is when the gimmick is the whole cake. The good version, the one that can work and has worked, 
is where the gimmick is simply the icing on the cake. The cake is whatever the, the, the meat and potatoes, whatever the blueprint is, the, the actual structure, the, the internal organs of the team. That's the cake. And then the gimmick, the concept, is the icing. And that's, I think that's what, what all coaches strive for, is to, to put something on top of that cake that's really going to drive it home, that's really going really gonna to make it appealing and appetizing to the rest of the team to say, you know what, coach has baked a heck of a cake here, and he topped it off with the right, ace, uh, excuse me, the right icing. And I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm all in on this. And you'd be surprised when you put things together the right way. You'd be surprised how players can really respond. And a perfect example of gimmick as a cake, uh, meaning the uh, the first example where the gimmick is the is the cake itself, is actually a coach that I've always liked. But I just think. Uh, his particular gimmick has just has just not has not been successful long term. It worked short term, but it's really run out of gas. And I think that is Tom Thibodeau in the NBA, uh, great assistant for Doc Rivers for years in Boston, um, and and some other stops as well. Got his head coaching debut in uh, the Chicago Bulls organization. Um, in the uh, early to mid-2000s. And when he came out, it was like gangbusters. Everybody said, man, this was Doc Rivers' defensive coordinator when they won the championship with KG and Paul Pierce and the, you know, just Kendrick Perkins and Rondo, all the tough guys they had on that team. This guy's hard-nosed. This guy's blue-collar. And that's the kind of players that he recruits and that's what he's all about and his practices are just absolute you know bloodbaths these these players are coming out of there just just out of just completely out of gas and, but it makes them tougher you know they're 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 tired and they're uh they're they're getting whipped into shape and, and that's what he's doing he's a molder of men he's a tough guy that was the gimmick and I remember the first few years with the Bulls. Oh, man. Joe Kim Noah doing his thing. Uh, you know, you bring in Derrick Rose, uh, who, believe it or not, was, you know, back then was not only doing a lot of entertaining things, but doing a lot of tough guy stuff, too, playing some defense and just getting his, uh, sticking his nose in there and, and, and really playing tough. And uh, everybody else they had, on those teams, um, Taj Gibson is another great example of a Tom Thibodeau tough guy. Uh, one of you know one of my favorite role players of all time. But they never went all the way. They were never able to get to the top, not even get to the big game, um, let alone win it. Is because it was all about that tough guy, blue collar, defensive image. And, Thibodeau losing his voice every game he'd get interviewed afterwards and you could barely understand him because he'd be screaming all game with that raspy tough guy voice and I see him now and I just I can't help I just kind of laugh a little bit to myself I just want to say coach it's not working it's just it's just too much 
too often for too long to bring it back to the beginning. Um, I'll, I'll finish here with an example of the other, the other version of a gimmick where the gimmick is not the cake, but the gimmick is simply the icing on the cake. And that is uh, Dabo Sweeney for the Clemson Tigers. Uh, where he, uh, him and his team and the, and the Tigers won the title a couple years ago against Alabama with Deshaun Watson and uh, a great group of guys. And I've never been a huge Sweeney fan, but uh, his big gimmick that whole year was all in. And he gave every player a poker chip. And before they took the field, they had to drop their poker chip in the bucket to say that they were all in for Clemson all in for their, their school, their teammates, their families, and for the game itself. And uh, they would do that every game. Drop in your poker chip. You're all in. We're all in. Here we go. And I had my doubts about that. But you know what? It worked because there was so much structure. The whole cake itself was disciplined football, playing up-tempo offense and tough-as-nails defense. It was only the icing on the cake. The gimmick was just the icing that we're all in, and here's your poker chip. And it worked. I didn't think it would, but it did. And that I, uh, I learned a lot by, by watching that whole season. So there you go. Two gimmicks. One as the cake and one as the icing. And you always want to make sure that if you're running any type of gimmick or any type of scheme or concept for your team as far as motivation, you want to make sure it's the icing and not the whole cake. And to bring it home, to put a bow on it, uh, that kind of goes hand-in-hand with, with that last concept, is balance. Part motivation and part substance. Uh, when you can find that balance where your players are getting the best of preparation and the best of structure, basketball, whatever the sport may be, fundamentals, the ins and outs, Film study, hardcore practices, great lessons, discipline, the whole deal. When you put motivation into that equation, boy, you're going places. You're ready to roll. Uh, when you find that, that balance, that perfect balance of motivation and substance, it's hard to beat. It doesn't mean that you're going to win a championship or you're going to win... Uh, all the time or whatever you know whatever the case may be but I will say if you find that balance you will be a successful team Uh, I promise you that there's very few teams that you will ever find that have a great balance of substance and motivation that don't have success long term so look for that balance just remember motivation is great but you don't want to over motivate You don't want to build a hollow structure, a hollow building, because if there's nothing inside that structure, eventually it will implode. It will crumble. And if you got any gimmicks in your bag of tricks, coaches, make sure that those gimmicks aren't the whole cake. Make sure that they're just the icing on top of the cake. And uh, remember Marty Schottenheimer, a great coach, great man, but... uh, just a little too over the top and uh, for that reason his teams were never able to get over the top of the mount I'm Eric Shirk bringing you the Monday morning assist and I really hope you enjoyed it 
We'll see you next time. And don't forget to check out teachhoops.com. Thanks for listening to Monday Morning Assist, brought to you by Coach Unplugged and the great people at teachhoops.com for basketball coaches who want to get better. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the show and leave a review. Have a great start to your week. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.